You are Locked On Boston College, your daily podcast on the Boston College Eagles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome and hello. This is Locked On Boston College. I am your host, AJ Black. I am the editor and publisher of bcbulletin.com. I hope you enjoy our podcast. If you do, please recommend us to family and friends, anyone who listens to podcasts, anyone who likes Boston College. This is the perfect podcast. We do this every day. It's a nice 25-minute podcast that gives you all the news you need about Boston College, basketball, football. We even touch on baseball, the women's sports. I have even gotten into the habit of getting into some of the smaller sports because I feel like they need deserve some credit as well. So I hope you enjoy today's episode where we're going to talk about Phil Dracovic and his possible draft stock for next year. We're going to look at what the next year may hold and look at some scenarios and what might play out for Phil Dracovic over the next year. We're also going to look at the basketball roster. Boston College landed another commitment. We're going to look at where the basketball roster at is at and maybe kind of get a, a guesstimate of what their roster and starting lineup could look like come October. And we're going to get into the news. So to kick off news, let's talk about baseball, where Boston College baseball lost again. This time they lost to UMass, which obviously if you're a Boston College fan, you don't want to lose to UMass in anything. And they lost 3-2, giving up a run in the bottom of the eighth inning. They they had um, the, the bases loaded with one out and ended up getting an out on a, I think it was a strikeout, and then threw a wild pitch to at home the winning run. So UMass, who is not very good, I think they were 12 and 26 heading into this game, and it only won, I think, one game at home. Uh, they win, and Boston College loses again. You know, it kind of just kills all the momentum that Boston College baseball had after winning two out of three against Miami. So again, you got to start winning these games. There's nothing you can say about that. Now let's look at, look at hockey. I know BC hockey's off right now, but there's been some news with some of the uh, former Boston College players that have headed to the NHL. Spencer Knight, let's talk about him first of all. 4-0 with the Florida Panthers right now. Um, really showing what every Boston College fan had known while he was in Chestnut Hill, how dominant he can be. You know, I, we talked to the Florida Panthers podcast with Armando uh, about a week and a half ago. And, you know, he was talking to us about how, you know, Knight would have to wait. But, man, the way he's playing, he's going to he's gonna push Sergei Bobrovsky off the, the roster pretty quick. Because you have a, you know, a very cost-affordable goalie that's playing out of his mind. And you got Bobrovsky, who is, you know, a more expensive goalie that you can easily probably just trade off to somebody else. So, you know, if Knight keeps playing that way, he's going to find himself uh, the starting goalie for the Panthers sooner rather than later. Also for BC Hockey, Alex Newhook is part of the taxi squad now, basically for the Colorado Avalanche. Now, I was a little bit surprised because I know the Colorado Avalanche are playing really well. Didn't know they were going to need it, but he's going to you know, be that guy that goes back and forth between their AHL affiliate and the Avalanche to end the season. So that's great as well. Um, inter- also for hockey, I saw the BC Heights newspaper who just published their final print copy, which is crazy because when I was at BC, I was always reading the print copy of the Heights. Uh, they just... Um, named Matt Boldy, their male athlete of the year. You know, he's with the Minnesota Wild now. Uh, He had an incredible season with Boston College. I didn't know if I agreed with that, though. You know, Boldy obviously had a great season. I I don't know. I I thought maybe, 
you know, someone from the football team. So like a Phil Dracovic or Hunter Long. You know, Hunter Long was all American second team. I, those were my choices, but you know, Boldy, there's nothing wrong with that either. That's a good choice too. So I thought that was interesting. And finally, for football, Jake Burt, former Boston College tight end, who also played it with the New England Patriots last year. We, he was part of their practice squad. Um, he just was the first overall pick in the CFL draft, which stunned me. Uh, you know, he was like basically the Trevor Lawrence of this draft because I had I had heard about it. I was like, someone had said that you know Jake Burt's going to be the first pick, and they already know it's going to be him. I'm like Jake Burt. Uh, nothing against him. You know, he was a good blocking tight end, but the first overall pick, I thought that was crazy. Now, if you remember Bert, who was uh, from St. John's Prep, he's a North Shore guy. I think he's from my hometown from where I grew up. Uh, he played for BC, only had a handful of catches, uh, but he ended up going to the NFL. He p- stuck with the Patriots, ended up on their practice squ- squad. Um, but never really got past that initial stage and then ended up on the injured reserve. So, hey, that you know, there's always a history with Boston College players in the CFL. Look at what happened to Doug Flutie. So good, good luck to Jake Burt. You love to see him. You know, I never thought really he would have much of a career in the NFL, but hey, if he can make a good salary over playing in the CFL, all the power to him. So we'll have to keep an eye on that, and I will have to find some pages to look for uh, CFL stats so I can find out what he's up to. So that was just an interesting little tidbit. You can read more about that on bcbulletin.com. And speaking of drafts, if you want to get more draft news, look at Locked On NFL Draft. It's not the CFL, but it's the NFL. Join Locked On NFL Draft hosts Trevor Sakema and Benjamin Solik for recaps and analysis of the 2021 NFL Draft and look ahead at next year's future first round picks. Follow the Locked On NFL Draft podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You know what this weekend is? It's Mother's Day. And this episode is brought to you by 1010, a capsule collection of diamond rings that are responsibly sourced limited editions designs at fair price points. 1010 is an exclusive collection of 10 creative styles of diamond rings designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today. Rings sure to bring joy into her life. Using only diamonds responsibly sourced from Botswana, 10 female design masters have each produced a uniquely beautiful ring. Ideal for engagement, Mother's Days, or simply a beautiful conversation piece, they're the perfect way to bring light into her life. They're available now through Mother's Day only on BlueNile.com. Just search the word 10 by 10 This collection features high-quality fine jewelry that will surprise and delight, and they're fairly priced, so you can give her something special and truly meaningful. The ring from Plat Boutique is amazing. It's so simple and clean, but the vintage details are just incredible. It's a perfect little ring that's so timeless it would make the perfect gift. If you're on the hunt for the perfect unique ring she'll treasure forever, you're definitely going to want to check this out. They won't be around for long, so find them now by searching the words 10 by 10 only at BlueNile.com. And what about Bilt Bar? Bilt Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. It's covered in chocolate and they come in a bunch of delicious flavors. They're healthy, they're filled with protein, low in calories and sugar, and they're great for flavor. Some of the best Bilt Bars I've tried, you can try coconut, coconut almond, raspberry, double chocolate. I mean, they have it. You want it, they have it. And they've had some different um, specialty flavors if you haven't tried them yet. I really recommend them. I have Bilt Bars at, at the afternoon time every day. It's my it's my go-to snack. I love them. Now, if you want to try Bilt Bars, go to BiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your first order. Again, use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BiltBar.com. 
This is Locked On Boston College. AJ Black here. If you have not done so already, I, again, want to recommend you become a premium member on my site, bcbulletin.com. It's only a dollar for the first month, and then $5 a month after that. You can just get all the BC news, and we're going to have a community there. Again, just a dollar for the first month, $5 after that. That you cannot beat, and I'm going to give you excellent BC coverage. So let's jump into some BC coverage that is free on my site, and that is the BC basketball recruiting news from this week. Now, if you've been checking out on Twitter, there's 1,500 names in the transfer portal. In fact, another BC player just entered the portal today. Um, Luka Kraljevic, the center from Boston College, he entered the portal. Not a big surprise. I didn't think he was even going to come back to the team. So good luck to him. Um, I don't think Boston College is going to lose all that much. You know, he had a couple of nice moments, but not really a big contributor for the Eagles that um, were really hurt. But Boston College did land another commitment off the transfer portal. And their name is Quinton Post. Quinton Post is from the Netherlands. He's a seven-foot center. He played with Mississippi State last year. Uh, he only, you know, he came off the bench. He had 2.8 points per game and 2.1 rebounds. Um, you know, he played all over in some of the, you know, uh, FIFA, FIBA, sorry, European League games where he was 7.4 points per game, 4.1 rebounds. He's a younger kid. He's going to be a developmental project. That's fine. You know, I, I, he doesn't have numbers that flash. But, you know, he played for Mississippi State. So for all of you out there that really just want guys that played for Power 5 programs, there you go. You're going to get a guy like that. Now, it was going to either be him or the kid from Stony Brook that was averaging three blocks a game. I'm sure most of you are going to be happier. you got a Mississippi State guy. Um, I don't know what his capability is going to be in terms of jumping into the lineup because that's what I kind of wanted to talk about now. The Boston College lineup, what we have for BC, right? So you know that you have at least two guys that are going to be coming back that will be playing next year. And they're the the, the brothers, Damar Lankford, who will probably play the forward, and uh, Bakai Ashton Lankford, who will probably – he's going to be the the, the point guard. So next to them, you're going to have Brevin Galloway. He's going to be the shooting guard, I imagine. And then TJ Bickerstaff will probably be the other forward. Now that could change if Fred Scott comes back. We don't know what's going on with him or Andre Adams because if Fred Scott comes back – and Andre Adams come back, they could be starters as well. Now, if you're looking at your, so now you have your roster and you have, I guess, Justin Van Vanderbarn at, at center, or you have, um, you have post Quinton post. Um, it's going to be a rough season. I'm telling you right now, uh, they're developmental. A lot of these guys are developmental guys. Cause you get, you know, McLaughlin, you have Kanye Jones, a freshman, both coming in, along with Gianni Thompson, who could also play. We don't know what's going to happen there. But if I was a betting man, my starting five right now would be Makai Ashton Langford, uh, Brevin Galloway, TJ Bickerstaff, Damar Langford, and Justin Vanderbon, I guess. That is not going to win you many ACC games, but that's what the roster looks like right now. Now, saying that, you know Boston College still has a few spots left, at least. If Andre Adams doesn't come back, if Rich Kelly doesn't come back, it gives you a few more. It, it just looks like this roster has a spot for more of a high-velocity shooter, like somebody that's going to come in and be able to score points because it doesn't look like right now that they have much of that. you got Makai who can shoot a little bit, but he's not hes not what you had in Jay Heath. He's not what you had in um, C.J. Felder that could get you those points, or, or, or Rich Kelly, who's at, at UMass now. You need that. And there's plenty of guys out there, so I, I still have faith that Earl Grant's going to get 
a shooter because they really need a shooter. And I, I, at this point, I'm almost hopeful that Rich Kelly and Andre Adams come back. I'm really hopeful that Andre Adams comes back because I really think he would be a nice, solid center for them and a good defensive guy. And I, th- just based off of what Earl Grant has said about what he's looking for and the defensive mindedness and the grittiness that he wants, it sounds like Andre Adams. I mean, before he even started the season, before he blew his Achilles out, he would have fit that mold perfectly. So hopefully he sticks. Um, Fred Scott, we have seen at practice. They showed him on the Instagram page practicing with Earl Grant. So he sounds like he's coming, but all these moves can change things. So we don't know exactly what's happening. While the offense on this team for next year is scary. I'm going to say it right now. You, you, you lost Rich Kelly, Jay Heath, and CJ Felder, three of your top scorers. And along with Stefan Mitchell, who was right up there with them. I, I, I worry about that piece. I, you, you have to, but the piece that I feel Boston College is improving is on the defensive end because I know Brevin Galloway is a good defender. If you got Andre Adams, he's a good defender. Bickerstaff, I've heard, is a good defender. So you, you're you're solidifying the team and you're building it around what Grant has always said he wanted, which is a defensive-minded team, a tough team. And that's okay because if your offense goes down, that's okay. You know, BC, BC's offense scored a lot of points last year. The only problem was their defense couldn't stop you know any you know anything they 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 were like you know one of the worst defenses in the country so they have to be able to fix that and to get these recruits in and to get these these transfers in I think puts BC in a much better shape than what they were last year so you know right now you you look at the team and you go oh god this ACC score this is going to be tough in ACC play this team is not in good shape. And that may be the case, and I, I don't want to be here and, and 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 lie to you and say that they're going to be you know the best in the ACC or or competitive in the ACC. I just feel like Grant's getting more of the guys that will fit his system better, and we may be able to get a better sense of what he can do as a head coach of this program with those guys than say like a guy like you know Jay Heath who didn't seem interested in playing defense at times or. Or even C.J. Felder, or or Winston Tabs. Winston Tabs is a good example, like a guy who clearly didn't seem all that invested at times. I think if you get more of these kids in here that want to play, you get a better sense. So, uh, Quentin Post, we'll see what he can do. Um, not sure. Um, you know, he's seven foot tall. That's good. He's a shot blocker. I think that'll be good. Um, we'll see, you know, BC needed length. They got it. So that's what we're, we're at with that. Now, in a moment, we're going to chat about Phil Dracovic and some of the news that popped out on Tuesday about his potential draft eligibility in 2022 and, uh, some, some predictions that went along with that. Cause I think that's really interesting, but let's, let's get into betonline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball is in full swing and you can track all the action at BetOnline. This week has tons of sports action on the go. Just check out the NBA, NHL, UFC, MMA, and Major League Baseball. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Make sure to head on over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline. Use your promo code LOCKED50 when you head over to the website. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. This is Locked On Boston College, AJ Black here. Later this week, we're going to continue to talk about uh, 
you know, the news. We'll look at what's going on with Boston College football. Anything that pops up, anything that comes up in my mind, we'll talk about it. And there was a few more mailbag questions that you asked and I had I have forgotten about and I will get to them. So be sure to listen. And if you have questions that you want answered, I, I will take a few more mailbag questions. Hit them over at Boston College SI or on our Twitter page at Locked On BC. So on Tuesday morning, I saw The Athletic post a um, mock draft for 2022. And I've been kind of keeping my eyes on them because, I you know, all the different mock drafts because I had some people in mind I wanted to kind of see who would get drafted and what people would think about Boston College. And I saw someone... Um, one of my buddies retweet it with, oh, Jerkovic at 15. And now the athletics behind a paywall. And I like the athletic. I, I had a subscription for years, but I just don't have the time to read. They're all sorts of, some of their stuff is long form. And I just don't, you know, with a kid at home and writing and doing this other stuff, I, it just wasn't worth it for me at that point. So I had, I had canceled my subscription. No offense to them. And they do great work. They are outstanding. Um, but I saw Jason Baum retweet it out, so then I was like, okay, it's kind of fair game at this point. So the the Athletic put Phil Dracovic in the 2022 draft, and they had him going at number 15 overall to the Pittsburgh Steelers. And that really interested me because if you're following where Dracovic is in terms of his uh, eligibility, he still technically has two more years left at Boston College. He could go to class of 2023 if he wants to. But I've always thought that if Dracovic gets his skill level to a certain degree, 2022 is going to be the perfect year for him to go in the draft. And I know Boston College fans are going, oh, God, I want him for two years. Please don't let him leave. But here's the here's the deal that I – here's the reasons why I think he's going to leave after this year. First of all, the offensive line is the biggest reason why Boston College could be successful this year, along with some of the skill positions they have. But they have four – guys that are on that on that offensive line that will be gone next year. Three of them are definite. One of them I would I would bet money on, right? So definitely gone. Zion Johnson, Alec Lindstrom, and Ben Petrula are gone. They're out of eligibility. They're going to leave. Tyler Vrabel has technically one more year left, but if he has a good season, I bet he's gone. And I, I, I got a feeling he's gone. So four of them gone. So you have Christian Mahogany left and a whole bunch of other kids that haven't really played all that much. So they're gone. On top of that, you're going to have Kobe White and C.J. Lewis definitely gone because they're going to graduate. And I I still get the suspicion that if Zay Flowers has a big year this year and gets a pre-draft grade of something strong from whoever talks to him, that he's going to be gone. So you lose Zay Flowers, Kobe White, C.J. Lewis, and four of your offensive linemen. Tell me why Phil Dracovic would come back if he does what he needs to do this season to get to that next level. So that, that that's a big piece, right? So if Dracovic goes out there and has a big year, he gets Boston College to the level that they need to. Like say say BC goes 9-3, and three, gets to a good bowl, wins, they go 10-3. and three. They're a top 25 team. You know, the rebuild of Boston College under Jeff Halfley is complete. 10-3, and three, you know, you're 18th in the country. Dracovic can't beat that, especially if you have a new offensive line and a whole bunch of new weapons on offense. So he, he, he might decide that that's the reason to go to the NFL. And that's not the only reason why I think he'll go too. The other reason is that I feel that the 2022 NFL draft class is one of the weakest that we've seen in recent memory, right? 
Obviously, if you watched the 2021 draft class, I believe there was five first-round draft picks. You had Kyle Wilson, uh, Zach Wilson, excuse me, Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, Mac Jones, and Trey Lance. Five first-round draft picks. And you can make an argument that all of them are going to be successful. They were all really, it was a really strong quarterback class. Now look at 2022. It's Spencer Rattler from Oklahoma, Keaton Slovis of USC, JT Daniels of Georgia, um, Malik Willis of Liberty. Now they're not the they don't pop as much. So I I have a feeling that the 2022 class is going to be weaker at the quarterback position, and this would be the perfect opportunity if Dracovic improves and he you know he's got to improve on decision making and a little bit on accuracy. If he can take that step. He will be a first-round draft pick. He will get selected in the first round because as as great as some of those other guys are – oh, Sam Howell is the other one I couldn't think of. If Dracovic takes that step, he's built like an NFL quarterback. He looks and he's he moves like Ben Roethlisberger. He moves like a big quarterback that can be sturdy, that can take hits. I think an NFL team would take a chance on him in the first round. And I mean, look at the Steelers. Like that draft, that would be perfect. Like, you know, Roethlisberger is 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 almost at the, you know, he's on the back nine. You know, he's on the 17th hole at this point. Replacing him with a guy that's built and can do basically the same thing in Phil Dracovic would be perfect. So I hate getting into this because I know Boston College fans do not want to think about Phil Dracovic leaving already. We just got the first taste of him last year. I just feel it's the realistic option at this point, and I feel like he's going to do it. Um, but there's a million things that can happen between now and January when the season's over. So that's just my thoughts on it. Do you agree with me? Do you disagree? Go to Locked On BC. Give me your thoughts. Uh, will Phil Jakovic come back? I say he won't, but we'll find that out. This is AJ Black. Thank you all again. Uh, you know We're in off-season mode, so it's a little bit um, more theoretical stuff here and there, but I thought this was a good episode. I hope you enjoyed it too. If you did, give us a five-star review on Apple iTunes and recommend us to families and friends. I hope you all have a great afternoon, great evening, and I'll see you all again tomorrow for another show. Take care, everyone.